0: Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Locked On Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils. Part of The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. My name is JJ Jackson, and it's so great to have you here with us on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils. This is a daily podcast devoted to everything going on in the life of Duke athletics. On today's show... We'll talk about the Duke men's basketball victory against Delaware. We'll preview tonight's game for Duke men's hoops against Bellarmine, and then we'll take a look around Duke athletics in our final segment of today's show. Again, I'm JJ Jackson, and I'm the host of this podcast. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils, and you can follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each day. Be sure to also subscribe to our Lockdown Blue Devils YouTube page to watch the show daily. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Devils your first listen and first watch each and every day. There on YouTube, we're continuing to climb towards 1,000 subscribers. That's our next major goal that we would like to hit, that we would like to uh, accomplish. Here in the year 2022. So, thank you so much again for your support of Lockdown Blue Devils. As we get going here today, I want to spend some time talking about the Duke men's basketball victory that they were able to have against Delaware. The Blue Devils won by a score of 92 to 58. Really impressive win for Duke men's basketball as they downed the Blue Hens by 34 points. And Duke was able to pick up their third victory of the season. The Blue Devils are now 3 and 1. In the first year of the John Shire era, taking over for Hall of Fame coach Mike Krzyzewski, leading this Dukeman's basketball program. Friday night, we saw the debut of Derek Whitehead, the big headline for Duke in this one. Also, we saw Derek Lively, the second, play his third game with Duke as he was able to be inserted into the starting lineup for the first time as well. He replaced Ryan Young in that starting lineup. So we'll talk about Dariq Whitehead's debut. He played 16 minutes of action out there on the floor, six points, three of 11 shooting from the floor. So you could definitely tell it was the first college basketball game of his career. You could definitely also tell he's going to be a really special player, even coming back from a foot injury, just watching him get from one end of the floor to the other, and particularly from the top of the key on drives to the rim with a couple of nice dish-offs, in a layup at the, to finish in one sequence. Dariq Whitehead, you could tell the speed is there. Like this guy has that extra burst to get to the rim whenever he wants to. And I was so excited to see his play out there on the floor for Duke basketball. I mean, I'm really, really, really fired up with what this team's going to be able to accomplish this season with Dariq Whitehead now being factored in uh, to the competition. Also for Duke, Kyle Filipowski, another really impressive performance for Flip. 18 points on the night to go along with eight rebounds. That's a team-high 18 points, and it's his first game without a double-double. He started his career better than any other Duke freshman ever with three straight double-doubles. And uh, against Delaware, he wasn't able to get ten boards, only finished with eight. Still a really impressive performance for Kyle Filipowski. Again, 18 points with eight rebounds. Mark Mitchell, 12 points, three rebounds, and one assist. Tyrese Proctor had a really good game all around. He finished with 13 points, 10 rebounds. Proctor had most rebounds for Duke in the win on Friday against Delaware with 10 to go along with four assists. So 13 points, 10 rebounds, and four assists, all those numbers are career highs for Proctor. Jeremy Roach finished with nine points, two rebounds, and no assists in the game. Jalen Blake's had nine points and four assists. Both of those numbers are career high marks for Blake. And uh, Jacob Grandison had 10 points and four rebounds, going 4-4 from the floor, shooting for Duke men's basketball. Duke led 42-36 at halftime in this one. And then in the second half, Duke really ramped it up on the defensive end. Their defense was able to lead to offense Duke went on some crazy impressive runs. At one point in the second half, Duke was able to jump out to an 18-2 scoring run over the Blue Hens and put this game out of reach. Again, credit to Delaware, a reigning conference champion or the Blue Hens, but they were just not enough to keep up with Duke there in the second half. Duke had a really impressive rebounding edge in this one, 47-25 the edge for Duke on uh, the boards there in that one. And then Duke had zero points off turnovers in the first half. But with that defense ramping up, with that 18-2 to scoring run we talked about, Duke was able to get 14 points off turnovers in the second half compared to just three for Delaware. Defense leading to offense. It's the name of the game. It's something that you absolutely love to see for this Duke men's basketball team. Shooting-wise, Duke was 6-14 of 14 from three-point range. That's 43%. 20 percentage points higher than Delaware, who finished at 23% shooting from three-point range on five of 22 attempts. All in all, an impressive victory for Duke. They did exactly what they needed to. They're bouncing back from the loss against Kansas earlier in the week. And so to see Duke come out with that 92-58 victory over Delaware, again, that's exactly what we're asking for as Duke men's basketball fans. Really impressive to see that done by our Duke Blue Devils. Who pick up their third win of the season. Really impressive efforts for Duke, who now gets set for a game coming up against Bellarmine. We'll talk about that in just a moment here on Locked On Blue Devils. Locked On Blue Devils today brought to you by Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Locked On Blue Devil listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. It's incredible, and I love the system oh so much. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology, exclusively from Simply Safe, to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real, so you can get priority police response. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime anywhere. Arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings, all with their great app. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/lockedoncollege. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com Slash locked on college. There's no safe like simply safe. Moving forward here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils, my name is JJ Jackson, the host of this fine program. We'll talk about tonight's game between Duke and Bellarmine. What a fun one it's expected to be inside Cameron Indoor Stadium at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Tip Off. You can watch the game on the ACC network or, of course, You can listen to the radio broadcast on the Blue Devil Network from Learfield. This is the second time in three seasons that these two schools are playing one another as the Knights won the ASUN Conference Tournament last year. However, they were not eligible for the NCAA Tournament as they're still completing their transition from a D2 program to the Division I level. You've got to wait a few years before you become eligible for the NCAA tournament, despite the Knights winning the A-Sun tournament a season ago. Duke played this squad back in December of 2020. Back on December 4th, 2020, Duke won a score by 76-54. to That was the first season that the Knights were playing in Division I. This team is very tested already. They've already played a couple of ACC teams on the road. They played at Louisville and at Clemson. At Louisville against the Cards, Bellarmine pulled off the upset. Bellarmine is also located in Louisville, Kentucky, so they didn't have to travel far at all to reach the KFC Yum Center, and they won by one point over Louisville. And then on Friday, they lost 76 66, so lost by 10 to Clemson in this one. Scott Davenport is in his 18th season as the head coach at Bellarmine. He picked up his 400th win recently, leading that program as well. If you go back to 2011, that was the year that Bellarmine won the Division II National Championship, and they opened up the following season by playing an exhibition game against our Duke Blue Devils. Duke also won by a 22-point margin in that meeting as well. You look at Duke in this one, they should be able to take care of business. Our partners at Online have Duke favored by 24 points to pick up the victory over the Knights. Duke on the year is currently ninth in the entire country in scoring defense, giving up 52.2 points per game. They are second in rebounding margin at plus 19.2. We mentioned the 47-25 rebounding edge that Duke had against Delaware on Friday. That's a plus 22 edge for the Blue Devils. But total averaging out the season, Duke second in the entire country at plus 19.2 in rebounding margin. Duke is sixth in the entire country in rebounding at 47.3 rebounds per game and they are third in the country in offensive rebounding. Duke is grabbing 19.3 offensive rebounds to start the season. Just so impressive. Duke and the Alabama Crimson Tide are the only teams right now ranked in the top six in all three of those rebounding categories. So rebounding margin, total rebounds, and offensive rebounding. Against a team like Bellarmine where Duke is going to have the talent and size advantage against the Knights – I do think Duke will be able to take advantage of the boards. I'm excited to see Derek Lively play more minutes out there on the floor. He was only able to play 15 on Friday against the Blue Hens. Five points, four rebounds for Lively, the second in his minutes, and he fouled out. So if he's able to stay out of foul trouble, that's more minutes out there on the floor, and I think he's going to be a great rebounder for Duke in this one. We're already seeing impressive rebounding numbers from Flip. So far this year, he's averaging 11 rebounds per game. So all in all, I do think Duke should feel good about their chances to win this game against Bellarmine. It's just a matter of going out there and executing, knocking down shots from the outside. I'm so excited to see another game of Dereck Whitehead to see if he is more comfortable in his second game compared to his first. We saw it with Tyrese Proctor, for example. In his first game of the season, he didn't make a single shot from the floor, and he's now coming off A 13.10 rebound, four assist performance. So we'll see if Proctor can carry that over. I think this Duke team, as we know, with those seven freshmen, so incredibly talented, it's a big test for Duke tonight before they head out to Portland to be participating in the Phil Knight Legacy event. Duke will play Oregon State on Thursday. If they win, they play the winner of Florida and Xavier on Friday. If they lose, they play the loser of Florida and Xavier on Friday. And then on Sunday, Championship Sunday in Portland. What we're hoping for, what the entire basketball world is hoping for, is they would love to see another game between Duke and Gonzaga. Gonzaga is also featured in the legacy portion of this Phil Knight tournament. The North Carolina Tar Heels are in the Phil Knight invite, so eight different teams in an entirely separate bracket. Duke will not see the Tar Heels at all in this matchup, but could potentially see Gonzaga coming up on Sunday. So, well, that's looking ahead, and that means Duke's got to win some basketball games. So they got to get off on the right foot tonight to start their Thanksgiving week off with a win. And then, of course, they do play on Thanksgiving Day at 3 p.m. Eastern in Portland, Oregon, when they take on Oregon State. So really looking forward to seeing that game a little bit later in the week. Should be a whole lot of fun. We'll get set to take our final timeout here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils. And then when we come back, we've got a big look around Duke Athletics here on Locked on Blue Devils. Locked on Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our partners at Nissan. This week's thrilling moment in college athletics is brought to you by Nissan. The thrilling designs behind the new lineup from Nissan are intended to empower drivers and vehicles as capable as the drivers themselves. When I think of unbelievable abilities on the court for this week's thrilling moment, I'm going to go with Jalen Blakes. Nine points, a career-high performance for Jalen on Friday against Delaware. An unbelievable breakaway steal and right-handed slam for him. Really ignited Duke in the midst of that 18-2 second-half run. Really impressive stuff there from Blakes as this segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you in the all-new Frontier Armada or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. Final few moments here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils. My name is J.J. Jackson, the host of this fine podcast. Uh, we want to talk about everything else that took place over the weekend in Duke Athletics. Duke football lost at Pitt, unfortunately. The Blue Devils fell by two points, 28-26, to 26, as Duke is now 7-4 and four overall on the season four and three in the ACC and they get set for their final game of the season at home against Wake Forest. Jordan Moore was named the co-ACC wide receiver of the week and for good measure. What an amazing performance he had. 14 catches, 199 yards and a scoring touchdown against the Panthers as Moore is first on Duke this season with 49 receptions and second for the Blue Devils this year with 567 receiving yards. Quarterback Riley Leonard against Pitt was 24 of 45 for 290 yards and three scores. Unfortunately for Duke, they were not able to run the ball well offensively. Just 63 yards rushing for the Duke offense. That's something that you would love to see them improve and do better against Wake Forest on Saturday. And then again, in their bowl game as well. Jordan Moore, again, co ACC wide receiver of the week, 14 catches, 199 yards one touchdown. He had four catches that were greater than 20 yards, including a 49-yard receiving touchdown. That is the longest receiving touchdown of the season for Duke football. Kyle Filipowski was named the ACC freshman of the week for the second straight week for Duke men's basketball. Filipowski this season is averaging 15 points per game to go along with 11 rebounds per game. We mentioned earlier that he is the only Duke freshman ever to record three consecutive double-doubles to begin his athletic career playing for Duke University. And so Filipowski, for the second consecutive week to begin the basketball season, picks up ACC Freshman of the Week honors. In Duke women's soccer, Michelle Cooper scored twice to defeat South Carolina by a score of 2-1 to on Sunday as Duke advances to the NCAA quarterfinals, a Sweet 16 victory. For Duke one of the top teams in the entire field but the test will be tough coming up on Friday as Duke will be at number one Alabama in Tuscaloosa in the quarterfinals if Duke wins they advance to the NCAA College Cup and both of those matches will be played in Cary North Carolina for a chance to win a national championship so Michelle Cooper is so decorated she's now up to 17 goals which is more than she scored in her freshman season. She set the freshman scoring record a year ago, so she's already improving now in her sophomore year. What a dynamic goal scorer she is, and if you're the Alabama Crimson Tide, she will be atop your scouting report for Friday's match against Duke. Number seven, Duke men's soccer. They won on Sunday as well. Three to one was the final score, and their win over Denver to advance to the Sweet Sixteen. They will also play on Friday against number 10 FIU. That will be a home game for Duke played in Durham. So, Duke women's soccer, the NCAA tournament is one round further along than the men's soccer portion is. Coming up on Friday, Duke in the Sweet 16 men's soccer versus FIU. Coming up on Friday, Duke at Alabama, number one Alabama women's soccer. That is a quarterfinal matchup for a chance to get into the Final Four. There with the NCAA College Cup. So really exciting things coming up this week in the life of Duke Athletics. Coming up tomorrow, we'll have a recap of the Duke men's basketball game against Bellarmine. This week, we're expecting to hear from our good buddy Jason Jordan, the director of college basketball recruiting for Sports Illustrated. Josh Cox of Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast will be by. Ryan Lohman at the Duke Nation on Twitter will be on the show this week as well. So tons of awesome and exciting things. Coming your way here on Lockdown Blue Devils. Again, if you haven't done so already, please be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils, and I'm on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Blue Devils as soon as it's available each and every day. Also, please be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube wherever you get your podcasts or we're watching the show daily. Go watch it on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Turn on the post notifications as we're trying to climb towards 1,000 subscribers. Now make sure you go check out the Locked on ACC podcast as that's going to do it for today's show. As always, go do I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.